Want to create a website in just an hour or less? How about a fully responsive and designed website for you in just about five minutes? Well, I'm here to tell you that that's not impossible, but it's totally possible with the team over at Gambix. Gambix uses state-of-the-art artificial intelligence and machine learning to build websites in just minutes. Yes, just minutes. And that's not all. They can also help you outrank your foes and, of course, obliterate the competition through their advanced SEO and e-commerce platform. Make sure to take advantage of that because they not only have advanced analytics that's going to help you see where you need to improve and also see what your competitors are doing, but it also helps that their prices are very, very good as well. So check out Gambix at gambixit.com. And if you need a website, an app, digital marketing, or even business consulting, they're there for you. What's up? What's up? What's up, Panther Nation? I am your host, the one, the only Panther Guru. And I'm back for another exciting episode of The Prowl Report. The Prowl Report has been very, very sporadic this season, similar to the Carolina Panthers. But just like the Panthers have managed to line up back-to-back dubs, the Prowl Report is back to being back. So let's talk about it. The Carolina Panthers defeated the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle at Lumen Field by the score of 30 to 24. So, I mean, let's just break down this game for a second. Sam Darnold and Chuba Hubbard had a pretty decent game. I mean, Sam Darnold's completion percentage wasn't really that high, but I mean, he managed to not completely screw us over. And Chuba Hubbard seemed electric out there. The defense played well as always. And I mean, our secondary looks very, very good thanks to J.C. Horn. J.C. Horn is a true shutdown corner, and we always knew that. However... There's a couple of things that I'll be saying in this episode that might actually trigger some Panthers fans to be upset with me. And that's okay, because that's exactly what we are here for, to discuss, to have these back and forths, to have these disagreements. But number one thing is to support the Carolina Panthers, because I mean, I've never seen a Panthers fan who was even maybe unhappy with something that we was doing or wanted some type of change that ain't wanted for the good of the team, you know? Fire this coach and hire this coach so we could get to the playoffs. Draft this person, don't draft that person so we can have a better offense or better defense. So that's what we're on right now. Sam Darnold, 14 for 24, 120 yards, one touchdown. Running game was full, active, and in there. Deontay Foreman, 74 yards. Chuba Hubbard got 74 of himself. And then Blackshear himself added 32 and even Sam Darnold himself added 30. So the Panthers were really pounding it, keeping it pounding and pounding that rock right on down the field. So, hey, the running game was very, very effective. DJ Moore really, really wasn't there, you know, at all. But, I mean, hey, everybody's got to add in their own little pieces. 
So the Panthers now are 5-8. and eight. They won their last two. And because the Buccaneers just lost and got destroyed by the 49ers, it's looking like the Panthers have a real shot at actually winning this thing and actually making the playoffs. I know a lot of people wouldn't be saying that at all even a few games ago. And most of the bookies didn't even give the Panthers a, a chance if you look at the line on this game. So I think that is really interesting to see how the Panthers have definitely turned around their season. And a lot of people are actually screaming for Steve Wilkes to become the new head coach permanently. I mean, honestly, Steve Wilkes has a very, very good reputation in Carolina. He's a very, very good head coach, as he's proven right now. You know, people probably want to say, like, oh, well, let's look at his stint in Arizona. I mean, I, I mean, he didn't really get a real chance. I mean, let's be, let's be real about it. And the whole league kind of runs that way. You really got to come in, you got to produce right away, or, I mean, you might not even have a second chance to produce. So, I mean, let's, let's talk about it, though. Steve Wilkes, in my opinion, definitely, definitely deserves a really, really good chance at becoming the head coach of this team. Permanently. For what he's been able to do for a Panthers team that's been pedestrian to everybody else, to everybody else, the Panthers were done. He went in that locker room, and he's been able to get these guys his full attention and their full commitment to salvaging this season. And let's take a look at this remaining schedule. When you see this remaining schedule, this is why I say that the Carolina Panthers definitely have to be favored in at least three of the last four games. Pittsburgh, Detroit, Tampa Bay, New Orleans. Pittsburgh, I could see them beating. Detroit, maybe we, we lose that one, right? Tampa Bay, we definitely smacking them because Tampa Bay's been, I don't know, completely overestimated this entire time. They've been complete frauds. Complete frauds. And New Orleans has just kind of been there. You know, like they've just been hanging around but not really doing much. they just in the way, but, you know, they just won't say that, you know, like just all that. They just need to go. They done. The Panthers pick up these games, especially beating those two teams I just mentioned. And they are in the playoffs. And people have been saying that, although people are like, well, what's the point of them making playoffs if they're not going to be competitive? A team that's fully bought in like they are. A team that's playing classic smash mouth football. Much improved offensive line play that has not been receiving much credit. And 200 yards on the ground, that chews up a lot of clock, my friend. That chews up a lot of clock. And when you can do that and play that brand of football, you always have a really good chance of being able to win. And that makes them a very dangerous team come playoff time. A lot of people are saying that, you know, QB Sam Darnold deserves the props. Honestly, I'm just really going to be able to I'm just really going to be giving all the praise to Steve Wilkes, you know. They're literally just one game out from first place. Most NFL head coaches know that, you know, if they're lucky enough to get a second chance, the deck better be stacked in their favor. And Steve Wilkes definitely did not have the deck stacked in his favor at all. Coming to a Carolina team with just a 22% chance of reaching the playoffs, it was even less, you know, even less than that. Just last week.
But kudos to him. Their franchise best player, Christian McCaffrey, got traded. Roby Anderson got traded to the Cardinals. And then, you know, Wilkes was left with P.J. Walker, Jacob Eason, Baker Mayfield, and Sam Darnold. And he was able to really coach them up and really get something out of this roster. Okay, and now I'm going to switch lens, right? I'm going to do a complete 360 from everything that I've been talking about right now. I'm of the mind that the Carolina Panthers are doing themselves a disservice by making the playoffs. I know everybody wants to believe in the whole Cinderella thing. Like, oh yeah, you know, the Panthers get in the playoffs. Some, the, the, a couple of things go their way and they're going to win a Super Bowl. I don't think we're going to win a Super Bowl. Sam Darnold's not going to win a Super Bowl this year. And for me, getting to the playoffs just to lose in the first round is not good enough. Even getting to the second round and losing is not good enough for me. I want to be a team that makes the playoffs consistently. I want to be a team that makes the playoffs and is supposed to be there. And we're looking at it like, man, our team is bad. Like Our team is just like the Philadelphia. Well, you know, sometimes it's a little bit different. I'm here in the DMV, so bad's good, you know, for all my folks that's down there in South Carolina, North Carolina. Bad don't mean bad over here. It's bad is like, like them is some bad dudes, you know? So pretty much what I'm saying is, I want to be like in the playoffs, like a lot of these playoff caliber teams, like the 49ers, like Kansas City, like um, Dallas, like the Philadelphia Eagles, like Buffalo, where you have a quarterback and you're just like, oh man, I'm taking Josh Allen against anybody. Oh man, I'm taking Jalen Hurts against anybody. Oh man, Pat Mahomes with Pat Mahomes in under center. Man, I, we could damn near beat anybody. Put Pacheco back there, put anybody back there in the backfield, and we're still going to be able to get the job done. You know, I'm just tired of pedestrian quarterback play. I know everybody wants to win now. Everybody's like, look, we still got a chance. We got to keep fighting. We got to keep pounding. This is our identity. This is, I understand all that. I don't, I'm not upset at wanting to be proud of that identity of wanting to win and doing everything that you could do to win and execute. What I'm saying, and this is me playing complete devil's advocate, is that Houston, Denver, Chicago, you know, Detroit, Philadelphia, Arizona, Indianapolis, Las Vegas, all picked before you. The Carolina Panthers right now are sitting amongst Atlanta, Jacksonville. You know, the better that the Carolina Panthers do, they could drop all the way to the teens when it comes to drafting next year. And I know a lot of y'all don't care about, you know, this like, oh, it's a, it's a loaded quarterback class, which it is. It's a really, really loaded uh, quarterback class. But man, I want the best. I want CJ Stroud. I know a lot of people like Bryce Young for whatever reasons. But I mean, as the evaluation continues to go on, we'll get to see the differences between the two of them as things ramp up next year when we get to see, you know, uh, um, pro days, when we get to see uh, how, how they're performing in, in championship games later on. We'll, we'll get to see that coming up. But I understand where some Panthers fans are like, hey, man, look, there's like five good quarterbacks in this one. Give us any of them. Somebody will be there at pick 15, 16, 17, 18. I don't really, really, really believe in that, though. C.J. Stroud is the best. Man, we already missed on Justin Fields. If any Panthers fans wanted Justin Fields, you know, and some of them are still out there saying this. I know y'all love J.C. Horn. I love J.C. Horn myself. But a lot of people are still saying, like, hey, should have took a quarterback. Should have had a quarterback. 
And right now, the Carolina Panthers have a really good chance to still get them a quarterback. But my thing is that we're playing playoff football for nothing. That's what it seems like. We're going to try and get to the playoffs just to do nothing. I'd rather be picking before half the teams I just mentioned. But it's a foregone conclusion. I don't see Chicago or Denver really turning things around for themselves. Chicago already has a quarterback. Houston will most likely take probably between C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young anyway because they, they're definitely going to draft a quarterback for sure. That's what they've been tanking. Well, they're not tanking. They've just been horrible. They just can't win. They have been losing so much, so that's what they're going to do. They're going to get a franchise quarterback to hopefully turn around that whole situation for them. Um, Seattle, I don't know. They may take a quarterback, but... They may stick with Geno Smith. I think Geno Smith has done a tremendous job over there. He even had like a really good statistical game against us. It just was a, in a losing effort for uh, many other reasons, but it hasn't been because of quarterback play. Go look at Geno Smith's numbers if you're a hater, for real. Just go look at his numbers before you start, you know, formulating any type of nonsense opinions. Geno Smith has been playing pretty damn good. Chicago already has a quarterback. Detroit already has Jared Goff, who's been playing very well also this season, you know, I don't know if they go and grab a quarterback next year. Maybe they stick with him. Philly's not going to get a quarterback. They're going to go ahead and probably draft like a shutdown corner or a really good D lineman. The class is loaded with good D linemen, so I think that maybe that's where they go. Arizona already got Kyler Murray, so you know they're not going to get a quarterback. Indy definitely needs a quarterback, so they probably going to get a quarterback. And when I'm talking about all this stuff, I'm talking about the current NFL 2023 draft order um, based on how the teams have performed now, their record, their streaks, and this is what ranks the order for them right now. And then you got Las Vegas, who are definitely looking to move on from Derek Carr. They've already made that known. So they're definitely going to get a quarterback. And then you have Carolina Panthers sitting there at nine. So my thing is that there's teams that could potentially grab four quarterbacks off the board if they just reach and, and really, really need one. You know, that's Houston definitely getting one. Indy getting one for sure. Vegas thinking, yeah, we're moving on from Derek Carr, which they've already said. So they are getting one. So that's three right there. And then potentially Detroit or even Seattle. So, you know, maybes on those adding in for four quarterbacks off the board. So I'm just saying, I'd rather be in C.J. Stroud territory. You know, Houston goes. Seattle doesn't take a quarterback. Chicago doesn't take a quarterback. You know, you're always at risk for a trade-up. I'm not saying everybody's going to draft in this order. Nobody's going to trade-up. Nobody's going to go try and get the quarterback of the future. And even the Carolina Panthers themselves may do that. They may just say, hey, let's bundle a couple of picks. We already got a couple of extra picks. Let's go for the quarterback of our future. We'll mortgage a couple of uh, first-rounders, maybe two first-rounders and, and, and a second-rounder that we didn't pick up. Hey, take it. We'll, we'll go grab C.J. Stroud or we'll go grab whatever quarterback we had the highest grade on, and we'll go ahead and take him. So I'm not saying that they can't just get the quarterback that they want anyway. I'm just saying that the Carolina Panthers are playing to get into the playoffs for what? Might as well be in pole position to grab a QB of the future, which is what this franchise desperately needs. Because you plug in a decent quarterback like C.J. Stroud, he, he goes through a full training camp, goes through OTAs, minicamp, and everything like that with a good Panther squad because the talent around him is not bad. And the Panthers got them some cap room? Come on now. 
I, I don't know what y'all, if y'all picking up what I'm putting down, you know what I'm saying? Look at the 2023 cap situation. Look at the 2024 cap situation. And you've got a team that can be loaded, loaded with talent. I'm talking about we can sign two or three splashy free agents easily in the next two seasons. On top of having good draft picks. On an already loaded Carolina Panthers team. I'm not saying we're not going to have to pay a couple of people like Ryan Burns and Jeremy Chin and everything like that. I'm just telling y'all that that's how good of a cap situation we got going on right now. And you put a quarterback on a rookie deal that can actually play and you're looking like the Philadelphia Eagles. Panther Nation. I'm going to be tweeting about a lot of stuff today, uh, tomorrow, all the rest of the week. I'm going to be tweeting about a whole bunch of stuff. So please get on Twitter and engage. Let's uh, hop on some Twitter spaces if y'all be interested. Let's talk about it. Let's debate. Come on the Prowl Report. I'm always welcoming the guests. I'd love to debate with you live. It is what it is. But Panther Nation, love y'all as always. We're going to beat the Steelers. I really believe that. Keep pounding.